We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, I want to let that hang there a little bit. Because Jesus never did teach to pray and keep on praying about the same thing. Now, I know there's a few places where you think he did. But we're going to cover that before this series is over and give you some understanding in that light. See, interpret the Bible in the light of the rest of the Bible. Now, when you read that in the Amplified and it says, ask and keep on asking, then just stop and go study what Jesus said about it. Now, in the sixth chapter of Matthew, it's very evident that it contradicts what the Amplified says concerning that. Let's just read it for you. We read it in some of the other sessions, but I think it'd be good probably if we back up um, into the fifth verse there in Matthew, the sixth chapter, and said, When thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Now let me uh, make a comment about this also, because I don't really believe that Jesus is talking about just entering into the only place you can pray is in the closet. Now, I've seen people that said, well, I'm building me a prayer closet because, you know, Jesus said, enter into the closet and close the door. The point that Jesus is trying to get over to us here is the fact that you don't do your praying all publicly. Now, it's not wrong to pray publicly. But if you're praying publicly to be seen of men, then it is wrong because he said you have your reward. But he says, do it in secret. And in another place, he goes on to talk about don't, when you fast, don't discolor your face and make yourself to look like you fast so men will think you are real pious <laughs> because that's not the way you do it. But when you pray, use not, verse 7 is one I want to get to. But when you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before you ask him. Now, don't use vain repetition as the heathen do. Then he tells you how to pray here. Pray, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Then immediately starts talking about forgiving men their trespasses. Now that's important for you to realize that almost on every occasion that Jesus taught on prayer, he started talking about forgiving people. Now that's important to you. But now let's take a look at this. The Amplified has a footnote or brackets there that says it's a present imperative and often repeated when Jesus said, Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. The Amplified says, Ask and keep on asking. Now, you see, that violates what Jesus taught here. Don't use vain repetition. And then in his prayer, he does not repeat things. Now, don't misunderstand me. I've said this before, but I want to say it again. We're talking about the prayer of petition. 
but not dealing with the prayer of intercession. You could intercede in tongues over an individual over and over and over. Now, let me just go a little further with this because I sense something here that you need to understand at this point. The reason there's a difference in the prayer of intercession and the prayer of petition where you ask God to do something. You see, this Bible is an Eastern book. Now, people that understand the Eastern language, they will tell you that when Jesus said, Ask, and you shall receive, they understand it to mean ask once, and you'll receive it. But you see, we've been in the Western world, why, of course, they've come up with some of these other things and say, well, it, you ought to ask and keep on asking. But that's not the idea at all. Now, let me show you why it's important that we learn to do what Jesus said to do. Because in a petition of prayer, when you ask God to do something, let me give you scripture now for this and to back up what we're saying here. John, the 15th chapter, verse 7. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will. No, he didn't say ask what somebody else will. Ask what you will and it shall be done. Why? Why would you just ask what you will? He didn't say ask what you will and keep on asking what you will and keep on asking what you will and after 973 times, then I'll reconsider. Now, you know that'd be foolish if God were to tell us that. But he didn't tell us that. Thank God he didn't. Then let's go to another scripture, Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. He didn't say pray and pray and pray and keep on praying that you receive them. And then after 9,463 times, you shall receive them. <laughs> no, I guarantee you if you pray over twice, over once, really, about a petition of prayer, you've prayed one time in unbelief, at least one time, and probably both times. Now somebody said, well, I've prayed 400 times about this. Well, I know at least 399 of them was probably an unbelief, and I'm in doubt about the other time. Because if you'll pray once and petition God and believe God, now, let me give you another scripture. We've talked about it in the other session, but let's bring it out again. Matthew 21, 22. All things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. He didn't say whatsoever you ask and keep on asking in prayer. He says whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Now, see, I can understand where that people would get the idea that you ought to just keep on asking because if you didn't believe and you didn't receive, then you'd go back and ask again. But now, if you're going to ask in the same unbelief, then there's no need of you asking the second time. I know I'm on some of your toes, but you need to, you need to get your toes walked on because some of you have been praying that way. You've been praying unbelief. You've been quoting the devil to God, praying in unbelief. Now, Here's four or five scriptures that would prove that what the Amplified little footnote there is wrong in this instance. Now, I do not deny that that is in the present imperative and that when it is in the present imperative, it may be often repeated, but it is not repeated in this instance. It can't be. If it is, it violates all the things that Jesus taught concerning prayer. And then we could understand that either Jesus was confused or the Amplified, the guys that put that in the Amplified, was confused. 
And you know, if I've got to choose between who's confused and who's wrong, guess who I'm going to pick? <laughs> you guessed it. I believe Jesus is right. Now, I wanted to say that because I want you to understand that you're going to read some other translations and some other paraphrases. The Living Bible now will just come flat out and tell you that you just got to keep on praying and keep on praying and keep on praying. Now, you have to realize that the Living Bible is not a Bible at all. Now, some of you thought it was, but it's not. It's not a Bible. It's a paraphrase. It's what some men thought about the Bible. And I'll tell you quite frankly, that's all that some people know about the Bible is what they've heard somebody said they thought they heard somebody say about it. But you need to know what the Word of God says. It's all right to have some different study Bibles, but you better stay with one that you can understand and that teaches the truth because some of these paraphrases miss it a thousand miles. Now, some things, they hit it right on. It's all right if you want to use it. It just kind of is a, to check some things in sometimes, and sometimes it'll say it a little different, and it'll be right on. But be careful about that because you can be crippled in your prayer life by thinking that Jesus is teaching you to just pray and keep on praying about the same thing. Now, I started out to tell you the difference between a petition of prayer and intercession. The petition of prayer is when you petition God to do something, ask God to do something. You've asked Him to do it. It's a prayer or a request before God for God to move. I mean, you've done all you can do when you've prayed and asked Him to do it and released your faith. You can't do any more about it. I mean, it's up to God then. Now, once you have placed the order, there's no need of keep sending orders in. Now, I mean, just common sense to tell you that. If you ordered something from Sears and Roebuck catalog, or Sears it is now, and say you ordered a clothes dryer or something, sent in an order, and ordered the number, and so on, and then the next day you filled out the same order and sent it in, before they sent your order, they've got 24 different orders for the same item. Don't you know they'd say there's something wrong that, you know... That guy squirreled up in his thinking somehow. We better not send him a dryer. This guy's some kind of a nut. He just keeps sending the same order in, the same order in, the same order in. Well, you don't have to continue to worry God. And I know some of you are thinking, yeah, but what about the widow and the unjust judge? I'm glad you asked that because we're going to get into that. Not in this session, but one of the other sessions we will. Now, I know there's some of you saying, well, I just believe I'm going to pray like I've always prayed. Well, just go ahead. <laughs> if your prayer's working, that's all right. But if your prayer life's not working, you better change it, I'm telling you, because some of you are in deep trouble because you've done some things wrong. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all this week, our CD offer is CD offer number 7231. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. It's entitled, Fighting the Good Fight of Faith. Now, you know, it's important that we understand that we need to fight the fight of faith because that's the only fight that's worth getting involved in. And we need to know that Jesus tells us how to overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil by his example on the Mount of Temptation, you remember. In Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verse 23, 
says, Let us hold fast the profession or confession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that is promised. Hold fast the confession of our faith. Profession, the same word, Greek word, that's translated confession, and hold fast to it. Now, if you wasn't capable of losing it, there would be no need to hold fast to it. In other words, the promise of God, what God has given us by promise, belongs to us. 2 Peter chapter 1 says, God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. But you're going to have to stay in faith to enter into those promises of God. You don't just pray a prayer and just hope to God it'll work out. No, if you pray a prayer and know that he heard you, John says, you know you have the petition that you desired of him. So it's the good fight of faith because Hebrews 11th chapter tells us faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen, and without faith it's impossible to please God. So the only fight that we need to get involved in is the fight of faith, keeping the Word of God in us to where we can believe for the promise of God and pray the prayer of faith and get our prayers answered. CD offer number 7231, Fighting the Good Fight of Faith. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. We have a toll-free auto line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated. God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.